Welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello, podcast listeners. My name is Alan Collins. I'm the head of the abuse team here at Hugh James, and I'm joined by my colleague, Danielle Vincent. Hi, Danny. Hi, Alan. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about some news that concerns Islington, Islington, the London borough. There has been an announcement that there is to be a scheme to compensate victims, survivors of abuse. I use the word compensation advisedly because I am aware that some survivors do not see this as a compensation scheme. But nevertheless, there is apparently going to be a scheme that will pay out a proposed sum of £8,500 to those who were in the care of Islington as children and who, as I understand, came into harm's way for, for want of a better term. And the whole purpose of the scheme is to ensure that those victim survivors who want to access the scheme receive a sum of money without having to go to court. I think I've provided a what I hope to be a neat summary of the position. Would you agree with that, Danny? Yeah. So, I mean, I think what we need to say is that these individuals that potentially are claiming it, it's for a period of over three decades. So it's a long period of failings by Islington County Council there, Islington Council, should we say. The compensation sum is going to be around 16 million, they suggest, but each individual is going to be capped from our understanding to £8,000. So for some individuals, that may not seem a large sum of money for the things that they've suffered. No, and indeed, you know, you see um, criticisms being made because I can quite understand why those criticisms would be made because if, for argument's sake, you've suffered abuse in care, £8,000 or whatever the sum is doesn't seem particularly appropriate. On the other hand, however, as we know too well, taking a case to court in order to get compensation is not an easy path to go down. You know, there are legal obstacles that have to be overcome. And for many victims and survivors, there is no path to the courtroom for them. You know, they just can't go there for whatever reason. Maybe, you know, the abuser's dead or the you know the authority or the person responsible for what happened doesn't exist anymore. Evidence may have gone, evidence may have disappeared. So there's all sorts of issues that get in the way of many a victim trying to access justice. And so when you think in those terms, some compensation, okay, you might not like to use the word compensation, but I will use it to make the point. Sometimes that's better than nothing at all. So I always say, rightly or wrongly, in my opinion, some justice is better than none at all. And I think when we're dealing with victims and survivors of child sexual abuse, we have to be very realistic and honest about what is possible and what isn't. And I always think that whatever amount is paid, it can never do true justice because that's impossible. You can never really put right what happened. How do you 
put a figure for a start on the amount that someone should receive as a result of abuse that they suffered as a, as a youngster. I think it's an impossible task and maybe it's wrong even to think along those lines. It's you know, insulting in, 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 in many ways, I should think. But the law is what it is and the only remedy is, in a court case, compensation. That's all that a judge can do if the case is won, is award compensation. There's no other remedy. And compensation is extremely important. It's a form of justice. But if you can't go to court for whatever reason, then I think, well, maybe a little bit of justice, no matter how imperfect, is better than none at all. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the schemes have many pluses, as you've highlighted, there's minuses, but the individual has to weigh that up, whether they want to, as you say, bring a civil claim and may have some of the hurdles with limitation time limits and evidence you know, being lost or misplaced against the fact that, you know, for some of these people, £8,000 is going to be a lot lower than perhaps what they would have gained in a in a civil claim that was successful. That's right. So hopefully, in my view, this, you know, the scheme comes to pass, it is set up, it is established, and it does deliver for those victims, those survivors who have clearly fought by the sounds of it a, a tough battle to get here and I hope it delivers for them. Yes, I can understand why people would say it's not perfect, but something's better than nothing in many, many a situation because, you know, you and I, Danny, you know, the number of people that we have to advise that a case is no longer possible for whatever reason runs in, you know, the numbers are just huge. You know, we're only able to help successfully a relatively small number of victims and survivors. So, again, I think if we look at the realities of it, a scheme, no matter what its defects may be, is to be welcome. And I think we see that, don't we, with the work that we've done with the two Jersey redress schemes. We've seen it with the ongoing Northern Ireland scheme, seen it with the Lambeth scheme, and we've seen it with, you know, schemes in Australia, in the various Australian states over the years. You know, they can deliver and deliver well for survivors. Yes, I'm not saying that any of these schemes are, are perfect, but they can deliver and it is a means to accessing some form of justice. They may not be perfect, but you know, they do deliver and that's important. And as long as the individual that's going to apply knows that there is a potentially civil route that they could explore, but you know, as you've mentioned, that there may be huge hurdles, then this may be the right route for them instead of receiving no compensation at all. So yeah. Okay, so thank you, podcast listeners. If you have any questions or concerns about any of the schemes that we've mentioned in this podcast, Jersey, Australia, Lambeth, Islington, Northern Ireland, then please do get in touch with us. We'd be pleased to hear from you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Danny. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favourite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.